Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shehina. This podcast is here to support us in this ascension journey, this spiritual evolution, the expansion of our consciousness. In order in order for us to embody remember integrate the infinite light of our soul to fully express ourselves our true nature our true essence our infinite oneness in this human form i am your host my name is aria i am a reiki master energy sound healer ordained magdalene priestess and your host and guide And in this episode, I am going to share my wisdom on what energy healing is, how it works, the different modalities um, that exist, um, as well as the different modalities that I myself practice. And I will also go into how I encourage my clients to prepare before and after and why it is important to prepare. So I will start with my journey. So I mentioned I'm a Reiki master. I was attuned to Reiki um, when I was 18. Yeah, 18, 19. I was living in Paris, France and um, with my ex-husband. And I was very, um, I was always very into spirituality, into I, I'm my clairvoyant, claircognizant gifts are were quite strong. My intuition, so I was always very interested in energy healing, but I never really pursued it because I knew I could heal with my hands. Um, some of us have a natural healing energy that we channel. Reiki is a specific type of energy healing. It is a, an energy healing modality that was channeled, I believe it was on Mount Fuji, Um, don't quote me on that, but it was in Japan, definitely was in Japan, so it's a Japanese energy healing modality, and it's it's very common, it has become very common in the West, Um, so most people who do energy healing will say they do Reiki, um, because it's kind of the the catch-all, so I was attuned to Reiki when I was 18, 19 years old, so that was... 20 plus, no, hold on. Yeah, 20 plus years ago. Um, I have to remember my own age um, because I don't really pay attention to age. Um, So, and for me, it dramatically amplified my ability to heal with my hands. And it really shifted my life forward exponentially. Um, actually, one of the things that happened was uh, I got divorced <laughs> shortly after. Um, so it's things like that do happen. And this isn't to scare anyone who receives an attunement. I will go into attunements as well. So an attunement is when someone transmits the healing modality to you. So you become attuned so you can channel it. And It is very important to know who you're receiving an energy healing 
or an energy healing attunement from because there are many there are many people who more than I really would ugh, more than I really would like there to be that aren't um, aren't really in it for the the I don't want to say the right reasons. They're not in it for for reasons that are of the highest good. They are not in it for reasons that are truly in alignment with the infinity that we hold within, with the infinite source consciousness that we are. So it's important to be very careful to who who you share energy with, whether it is you're receiving an energy healing or you're receiving an attunement or you're eating a meal with. Because energy is real. You you have your physical body, but you also have an energetic body that is around your physical body. And the way that Reiki works, so let's go back to Reiki before I go off into how energy healing works. So Reiki is a powerful healing modality and for some people it resonates and they really want Reiki um, and other people it doesn't but there are many different types of energy healing modalities there's Egyptian energy medicine there's a scene energy healing there is quantum energy healing there is um, shamanism Kero, which would be the Peruvian Andean shamanism but there are also other types of shamanism in the Andes there is the Lakota, different indigenous tribes have different um, energy healing modalities. There is Tibetan energy healing. There is um, Chinese energy healing. There is, um, what else? Oh, the original shamanism, which is from Siberia. Um, they have their form of energy and healing. So every every native society, the Celt, Celtics as well, there's native healing traditions in everywhere in the world so we always go towards what the first um, the first suggestion I would make is to always pay attention to what you're drawn to because what you are drawn to is what is your medicine and this isn't to say that all people who do Reiki or who do Egyptian energy medicine or whatever um, are going to be the best people to work with but I will say this whether you have a good experience or a bad experience it's all part of the soul contract that you made and it is all there for you to grow and evolve and transcend through that experience so I've had a few energy healing sessions um, quite a few some with my teacher, one of my teachers who, um, who taught me um, Chinese energy healing and quantum energy medicine. Um, and she, she taught a few other things in that course. She was, she's fantastic. I love her, um, Gars. Um, and she's fantastic. I, I receive attunements and I receive energy healings from her. Um, I receive energy healings and transmissions from my teacher, um, Ana Otero. You know, it's like every teacher is there to teach you something. And then there are some teachers that um, they were there, um, they taught me, and they taught me how not to be. What I don't want to transmit to 
the people that my students or to my clients. So everything is there for us to serve us, to serve our growth and our, ex- our expansion. Um, I've learned Akashic Records reading from wonderful teachers. So it's, and what you will find is that the people that you are drawn to, those are the people that hold the codes that resonate with you and that are there to support you on your path. And that will change. So that will change as you evolve. And it's very important for us to really be aware of where we're at and where we want to go. And that everything that we have in front of us is here to get us to that next level. So when we receive a Reiki energy healing session or a Reiki attunement, it is, it is a way of upgrading your energetic system, your energetic body. And what is upgraded energetically translates into the physical. Let's think about a building. So a building or a house, before it was physical and, and in front of you, like on, on your way to work, or right in front of when you get out of the metro or the subway, um, it was a thought in someone's mind. And this person conceived that idea, fleshed it out into a blueprint, into a plan. We brought in the designers, the engineers to see how it could be built and if it could be built with this current technology. And then from there, it went into the construction phase where there were artisans and construction people who fleshed this idea, this blueprint into the physical and built it from the ground up. Okay. Um, Same thing with your body. Your physical body is based on an energetic template, a blueprint that tells your hair to be this color, your genetics to be this, your body structure to be this. So every single one of us chose the energetic template for our physical vessel because of we wanted to experience life in this form, which really makes it beautiful when we can truly love ourselves and not judge ourselves and not be harsh on ourselves because we think we do not meet the standard of beauty or whatever that someone else dictates. What if you are perfect exactly as you are? Because you chose it. So you are perfect exactly as you are. And that's a little tangent I'm going on because I really think that we need to start embodying this infinite compassion and self-love and this infinite gratitude for our physical body. So we have an energetic template that translates into our physical body. And that energetic template is still there even once the physical is here. And then it translates into our energetic body, which is outside of our skin. Our heart has, a, has an electromagnetic resonance. Every beat is, is creating that frequency. Our thoughts are emitting frequencies. They can be frequencies that are creating harmony or disunity. 
They can be negative thoughts that are creating doubt and fear and anxiety and depression, or they can be positive thoughts that can support the healing of your physical body. So everything, every organ, every ailment starts in our energy field. Something gets triggered, a trauma hits this particular point, and then over time, it begins to express itself as disease. Energy healing, like Reiki, works to correct the imbalances on the energetic field. And as they correct the energetic imbalances in your field, they begin to translate into your physical body. So they translate as a sense of peace, a sense of well-being, um, lessening of pain, um, can even be used to lessen nausea, um, better sleep, more harmonious constructive thoughts, better focus and mental clarity. These are, these are all um, the effects of an energy healing. So Reiki can be channeled through the hands and it can be channeled it, it can be channeled even through your energy field it's not just your hands but your hands can be placed on someone physically like you can touch their skin or they can be above their skin like above in in their energy field or you can send someone energy from a distance reiki energy from a distance so there are different ways as i mentioned to do this and one is not better than the other. Um, I know sometimes we think that, well, if I'm touching something, then that has to be the strongest. But you can send someone energy halfway across the world and they will feel it. And their energy body will pick it up and integrate it. So it's, it really, there's, there's no separation. And you will hear me say this a lot. There is no separation between any one of us, between us and the earth, us and the cosmos. When we become aware of our own infinite nature, we can beam energy of love anywhere in the world. So Reiki is that specific Japanese energy healing modality. And a Reiki master, like I'm a Reiki master, is a teacher, is someone that can attune you to be able to channel the frequencies of Reiki. And this is where we get to knowing the teacher that you receive Reiki energy from. There are people that um, don't have the best intentions. They are more in their ego. They're more about control and power and status and success and material and, and um, manipulation, and they're in their ego. These probably aren't the best teachers, in my perspective, to receive an attunement from. And you will receive the attunement from who you're drawn to, for whatever reason, and it will serve you in the best way. So it's in the West, because Reiki has become so common, um, it's very, I've noticed and I've heard from a few friends of mine who, are, who 
came into my life and they've told me they've shared their experience receiving Reiki attunements and you know they they've expressed to me how they they received a Reiki attunement but they weren't told like they weren't taught about the spiritual component so Reiki is a complete energy healing modality system and it incorporates body mind and spirit and somehow these specific Reiki teachers are removing the spiritual component from it, which I think does the energy healing modality a huge disservice because you cannot remove, you cannot separate the body from the spirit. You cannot separate your soul from your physical body. The two are one. So to to not share the spiritual benefits, the, the consciousness expansion that you will receive when you get a Reiki attunement, to me is a huge disservice. I view it as a disservice of the person. And then that person, because usually what happens once you receive a Reiki attunement, <laughs> and I will share my experience as well, um, you will feel like your life is falling apart. Why? Because whatever needs to be removed from you will be removed dramatically because this is what is this is what this energy healing does the energy attunement that you received is an upgrade which means whatever needs to shift in your life will shift and you may like it you may not like it for me when i received my reiki attunement within a year i was divorced <laughs> I received it in Paris, France, when I was 18, 19 years old. And within a year, I was divorced. Because I guess spirit was like, nope, that husband's got to go. <laughs> I moved back to the US and then, you know, I was fighting my gifts. So I went back into finance. But again, every one of us has our own unique path and not everyone's reception of energy healing um, or attunements of so you can channel energy healing will be dramatic like that some people their whole lives blow up businesses collapse people divorce it, it just it's a it's a shit show because that's what that person needs and others just receive the attunement and they integrate it flawlessly and, and they're good to go but again it all depends on where you're at in your spiritual growth in your spiritual evolution and your ability to contain energy to contain frequency now i've noticed that when i receive attunements i integrate them flawlessly like my life doesn't nothing falls apart <laughs> but again it's because i am in alignment with my soul I, and every moment I'm choosing and realigning with my infinite nature and choosing to connect to the highest frequencies of love, to God, goddess. Every moment I'm doing that, every moment I'm doing my work and it's not easy and it's sometimes incredibly lonely and incredibly hard because you see other people, Oh, they're out having fun, they're out partying, they're out, you know, supposedly living their best life. And sometimes you feel like you're missing out. But 
you're not because you are doing exactly what it is that you need to be doing for your soul's evolution. So Reiki is very powerful and it's very important to receive an attunement from someone that you resonate with. This is also why I don't, um, I don't vibe with, um, what is it? What is that? Um, Udemy or something. It's basically an online, supposedly like, you know, at any point in time you can download the, the course and they'll attune you. I don't vibe with that because the thing is you don't know, like there's no way for you to know what lineage that is, what frequency that person is holding. It's like, there's so much that it's like you're getting an attunement to channel an energy, but you're not taking the time to actually do the inner work, to actually find the right teacher, to see if that frequency is what you want to transmit. Because when you channel energy, you can be channeling energy that is from that egoic perspective, or you can be channeling the highest frequencies of, of source consciousness. There's all kinds of levels. And it's up to us to have the discernment, to develop the discernment. Because again, it's a muscle. We develop the discernment to be able to tell what is in alignment with our soul. And that will change over time. It will be different for different people. And it will be different at any point in time in your life. And you will always receive what it is that you need. This is the other thing. So even though, yes, we need discernment. Yes, we need to cultivate that. We need to be aware. We need to develop ourselves and be doing our work. Yes. And we will always receive the circumstances that our soul needs. And different energy healers will work on different things. Um, I, sp I do womb healings, which is energy healing specific to the womb, to energies of fertility, of creation, of manifestation, of you know the female reproductive organs, because that's the passion, the joy, the excitement, the emotional balance. All of that is the womb. And that's, I love working with, with womb energy. Um, but I also do freak do and channel a lot of Pleiadian energies. So it's a lot of that heart opening love frequency, unconditional love. And so for me, I find that when I do an energy healing, I intuitively receive what the person needs. Sometimes I do Egyptian energy medicine. Sometimes I do a scene. Sometimes I do Reiki. Sometimes I channel quantum healing, um, Chinese energy medicine. It, it really depends on the person in front of me. What is the best thing for them in this point in time? What would serve them the most? And I align with that. And from there we move. And for me, I find that integration is really the most important element. Because when you receive a healing, you're, there's a shift in your energy field. That shift in your energy field has to stabilize in order for you to fully receive the, the physical, emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual, all the effects. You need to embody that frequency. You need to integrate that frequency. 
So for me, I always tell my people and my students, it's very important to do your practices. It's very important to keep up the energetic hygiene. We need to be very mindful of what we allow into our space, energetically, physically, emotionally, mentally, all the ways. Because energy transfer is real. Energy is energy is the, the frequency around you. The frequency that makes up your body. Any ailment can be traced to an emotional, energetic component where it, something fell out of balance, out of harmony. And with energy healing, we bring things back into harmony. We open the pathways for you to receive and express the fullness of your being, the infinite light of your soul. And different energy healers, as I mentioned, will work on different things. They will give you different information. And the reason that this happens is because, number one, every energy healer is unique and has their own unique gifts that, we, that they are expressing. That's one. Two is because you, what you need right now is different than what you needed two weeks ago, is different than what you will need tomorrow. So we work with what is in your highest good in this moment that will get you to that next level and support you in integrating that upgrade. So I work, I, I like to support my people in integrating that, the upgrades, because some people are very kind of hands-off in terms of their, when they do an energy healing, that's it. You know, they don't follow up. They, it's very hands-off, but my son is in cancer. <laughs> so I am a very nurturing, you know, I really care about how someone is doing. So I will follow up and I will reach out and, and share, you know, okay, these are your practices to integrate. This is, you know, please be gentle. Please be mindful. Please be kind to yourself. Please eat nourishing foods. Please drink plenty of water. All of this is to support you in, in integrating and embodying the new frequency that, that we, in, that we, don't want to say downloaded the new frequency that we put your body in resonance with and it's very easy that if you receive an energy healing if you go back to the way that you've been doing things most likely it's not going to stick and you're going to find that you have the same situations coming up again and again the same ones that you went to the energy healer to work to work on and it's not because we did anything wrong or the energy healer is no good or you know you did something wrong. It's really that we're not integrating and we're not embodying the new frequency. So we need to be mindful not to be looking at Reiki or energy healing or whatever as a quick fix because it's not a quick fix. It, it can, like you will feel the effects. <laughs> I find a lot of people feel much lighter they tell me they feel lighter, they feel more free, they feel full when I do energy healing on them. However, it's all about the integration. It's all about the embodiment because 
if they go back to the toxic situations, to the toxic patterns of thought, the toxic relationships, then they're going to be, they're going to have this, the old them being projected onto their new energetic template. And then they're going to go back and they're going to regress. And this happens until we are really ready to hold that frequency, that new frequency. So every, everything has an energetic template. The lemon flowers in front of me, the aloe, the salvia piana, the white sage, every, every physical thing that we see, the earth has an energetic template. The molecules in water that tell the water that it's water, that, that is the equivalent of your energy field. So knowing your energy is really important. Knowing when you're off, knowing when, when you are feeling a little bit, you know, wobbly and then coming back into alignment. This is something that, um, that I talk about a lot. It's so important to come back into alignment with your heart, come back into alignment with your soul. Because if, if you catch yourself, when you're beginning to veer, let's just say you're driving, you're beginning to veer to the, to, you know, the shoulder, you catch yourself and you correct. It's far easier to course correct when you've only veered off a tiny, a few degrees than when you veered off a full 90 degrees and then you're in the ravine and you crashed your car into a tree. So this is, <laughs> it's not, not the best analogy perhaps, but this is kind of how, how I, I pictured it. It's, it's easier if you're constantly bringing yourself back into alignment to not veer off your path, your connection to your infinite light, to your soul. It's far easier to course correct a few degrees than it is 180 degrees. So it's, um, it's really key to pay attention to your energy, to know your energy field and to be aware that not everyone has the best intentions. So definitely work on your discernment, work on really fine tuning your wisdom, your discernment. Cause I've had energy healers that have put snakes on me like to sap my, um, my sacral energy and I removed it. But again, it's, but this was, if we can avoid that, those situations, that's great. But that was part of my evolution. My evolution was that I needed to go through that so that I could know how powerful my work is, how powerful my gifts are. That, that was my, my evolution. And so energy, like everything is energy. The thoughts you think are imprinting in your field, creating your reality. The words you speak, the intonation, the vibration, the frequency behind the words that you speak. All that matters. You, you are a unique part of source, God, goddess, and you're here to express that infinite light in a way that is uniquely and authentically you. How boring would it be if all we did, we were all the same, 
there would be no growth. There would be no evolution. There would be no expansion. There would be no awakening. There would be no remembrance of our infinite light. And that's what we are evolving out of. We're evolving out of the, the slumber that makes us think that we are not infinite, that we don't have infinite potential. We truly are infinite co-creative beings. Now, sound also. Sound has a frequency. Sound affects the water in your body. There's a Japanese scientist that he, um, he did an experiment where he would speak loving, beautiful, harmonious words of peace and unity and love to water. And then to another bottle of water, he would speak hateful words, negative words, angry words, hurtful words, chaotic words. And then he froze the water and took slices of it and placed it under a microscope. The water that was spoke, spoken to in harmonious, loving, nurturing words was beautiful. The crystalline structures were harmonious. They were symmetrical. They were beautiful. But the water that had been spoken to negatively, harshly, chaotically, that water was disjointed, like the, the molecules were, were distorted. The same is true in your body. Your water, water holds memory. Water holds codes. Water holds information. The waters of the world hold information. The waters in your body hold information. They hold frequency. So when we work with sound, the way sound works is it travels through your body and imprints on the water molecules in your blood, in your cells, and it harmonizes it to a higher frequency. It clears out what needs to be purified and alchemized, and it brings in a higher frequency into your body. And then once we receive that, it is up to us to anchor that frequency, to continue to do our work. Because, and this is why when you'll, you'll notice when you listen to my sound healings, I set a container. I call in the directions. I call in our guides. Why? Because it's very important for any type of energy healing to be in a pristine container. Don't want any distorted funky ass energy. We have enough with our funky ass energy. <laughs> Whatever is external that is funky is not welcome because we're transmuting whatever is off and out of balance and out of alignment within us. We're surrendering it. We're alchemizing it into infinite light. And then we are grounding that frequency into our body. We are attuning ourselves to that higher frequency and then cementing that into our field. So that becomes our status quo. And then we see from upgrade to upgrade, whether it's you do energy healing sessions, whether you receive sound healing sessions, whether you know you receive attunements and you want to channel Reiki energy or any other kind of energy healing, um, 
you will notice that the attunements take far quicker when you're doing your work, when you're actually integrating it and giving yourself time. Um, and I'm speaking quite a bit about integrating. Yeah, integrating and embodying because you want to hold that healing frequency in your energy field. Because when you hold it in your energy field, it's far easier to transmit than if you yourself are not anchored, not in alignment. This is why we, all, every energy healer, you know, should be doing their work, their inner work, and not be afraid of what comes up. So when you receive an energy healing session, stuff will come up. It may come up in the session. It may come up a few days after or a week after. Does not matter when it comes up. It may come up even before you have your energy healing session. Whatever comes up from the moment that you decide you're going to get an energy healing session to several days after is what needs to come up in order for you to heal, in order for you to expand, in order, in order for you to integrate and upgrade your frequency. So don't be afraid. Choose energy healers that you see that they are in integrity, they are in alignment, or you sense that from them. You sense the, the seriousness of the way that they operate. Um, and, and you sense the loving, kind nature of them. Because it's way too many people don't hold that frequency of love, not even towards themselves. So do we really want to be receiving more chaotic energies? Or do we want to receive higher and higher frequencies and anchor higher and higher frequencies? So this is why it's very important to uh, limit or avoid. I, I tell my people, look, no alcohol. No alcohol, at least one day before and a few days after. Limit harsh stimulus. So don't be watching horror movies or, you know, war films or whatever. Like, don't avoid harsh circumstances, whether it's conversations, whether it's people, whether it's situations, do your best to limit them. And then practice energetic hygiene. Always be clearing your energy. Always be, take a salt bath, go for a walk in nature, bare feet on the grass, receive the codes from the sun. These are all things that I, I tell my people because I want them to really integrate and embody that higher frequency. Because for me, it's not about, you know, well, I just want, you know, the, the money that I charge. No, I want to see the people that I work with grow and expand and feel alive, feel free and liberated and embodied and, and joyful about their experience. So I'm a bit more hands-on. I'm like, hey, I reach out to my people and I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And if they need a pep talk, whatever they need, I'm there for them. Because this is the way that I, this is the frequency that I wish to hold. And not everyone has the time or has the patience or has the desire. And that's okay. And not everyone wants to receive that kind of care and attention. Some people just kind of want to get it done and that's it. And that's okay. But there's always, there's always a person that you will resonate with and you will resonate with them for the reason because that is what you need right now. 
So don't be afraid to really feel your feelings, to experience something different, and to really allow yourself to fine tune your own discernment, your own wisdom, and to follow your heart. When you're really aligning with your heart, your heart will not lead you wrong. The more you come into alignment with your infinite nature, the more you will receive light and you will be able to anchor that light of your soul in your experience. And your experience will be, as a human, will become easier. It will become lighter. It will become more joyful, more playful. You will have more laughter. And you will feel like you have more time, even, even time. Because again, time is a construct of this reality. It doesn't really exist. It's just the way that we measure on this plane. So whatever the frequency you wish to receive or however you wish to receive the healing, allow yourself to receive, allow yourself to really experience it and allow yourself to integrate and embody. That's kind of the issue that I have with um, some plant medicine practitioners that they don't, number one, I find that many of them don't really hold a pristine container. And I also find that some people, um, they're chasing the high. They're not really giving themselves time and space to integrate the information they received. And they're just basically doing four ayahuasca ceremonies in one year. And that's not even the way that ayahuasca was used traditionally in native societies. It wasn't like you did you basically did maybe one ceremony in a lifetime, maybe one, maybe two. And they happened at crucial moments. Like, you know, maybe you were getting ready to go to war or maybe you were getting ready to have a child, you know? So they happened at very specific moments that were key to your development. They didn't just happen because, oh, well, you know, I heard about this energy healer and I'm, yeah, I heard about this ayahuasca ceremony and, you know, I'm going to go do it. You know, it's like, okay, great, if it calls to you, but are you really going to integrate the information? Are you really going to give yourself time to integrate? Or are you just going to run back in three months? And some people do that. And, you know, I don't quite understand that because I'm like, you're not giving yourself space. You're not integrating. You're not embodying. So then you're basically just looking for a quick fix. And... If you've caught what I said, like, I don't do quick fixes. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not surface. I go deep. I go deep into the depths and I will go into the depths with you and show you what needs to be seen. And I will show you how to work through it. Um, but I'm not, I'm not a quick fix. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Kind of, kind of chick. Um, so that, um, I think I covered everything. I spoke about what energy healing is, different energy healing modalities, how it works. Um, it really works to harmonize your energy field to any distortions, any limiting beliefs, any negative energy, and anything that is dense in your energy field when you do an energy healing properly um, will be dissolved. It will be transmuted and it will come into alignment with your body so whatever needs to be transmuted and alchemized will 
integrate into your physical body. Um, and it's, um, it's a wonderful, it's wonderful to be able to do that and to be able to shift and see energy. It's also a bit of a pain, um, because I find that I can't, um, I can't really always go into, um, really loud or places where there are a lot of people because I feel the energy of everyone and it, it makes me nauseous. Um, because I feel all the distortions, all I, I feel everything, and it's just it's too much for me. So this is why when I travel or when I'm when I'm really going to be around those circumstances, I have to wear um, I have to put on a hat or um, a headscarf to really contain my energy, and I have to be up on my energetic practices. Like I have to basically be doing my work, but like my work to like the nth degree. Because if not, then, you know, I'm just walking around taking on other people's shit. Um, and no, like I'm, I'm working on clearing my shit. I don't need to take on anyone else's. So, um, and this is, you know, this is energetic hygiene, like really minding our energy, learning, our, learning our, what our frequency is and aligning with the highest version of our frequency. And this is what we're going to go into in the sound healing. I'm going to clear whatever needs to be cleared with these beautiful crystal alchemy bowls and guide you in a meditation to support you in getting to know your field. And as always, your energy field will change. So don't, don't get overly stuck on the way that your energy is right now, right this moment, right now, right now, it will change. It will expand, it will transmute and transform because we are on this path. We are on this path of constant evolution and growth and expansion. If you're not on this path, then you're really not going to be listening to me <laughs> because, or anyone of speaking about energy healing and Reiki and because th that's not what you're resonating with. That's not the frequency that you're bringing in and you know, no judgment. We all have, we all bring in the frequencies that we need to bring in. And it's just a matter of aligning with what it is that we ourselves, our own unique expression is here to birth. So I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you would like an energy sound healing, womb healing session, you can please visit my website. Um, check out the sound healing that we, a sound activation that we are doing, that I am doing next. Well, it's we, because look, crystals, these crystal alchemy bowls, crystals are a consciousness too. So it is we, isn't it, my loves? Um, so we are going to be holding this beautiful space for you to clear whatever needs to be cleared and for you to really anchor in the frequencies that you need to bring in and to get to know your energy um, because it's very important for us to know our energy so we can know when we're slightly off balance before it gets too far off balance. So thank you again. If you enjoyed this, um, comment below. I would love to hear your experience with energy healing, your knowledge of energy healing. Um, and, um, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how you received this, whether it, um, offered you greater insight. Um, and if you enjoy this thumbs up, comment, share five-star review, all the things that we do when we want to show our appreciation. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. 
tune into the sound healing and enjoy and have a wonderful rest of your day. Ahava. <laughs>